Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Welcome back to the Blitz here on 94.1 at San Antonio Sports Star along with Joe Ryan Eagle. I'm Jason Minnix. Our AA Best Bail Bonds Radio Road coverage continues. Brought to you by Synergenics and Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds. Great to be joined by three-time Super Bowl champion Ed McCaffrey. Uh, and Ed, three-time Super Bowl champion Radio Rose, it would always be about you. But your kid's in this game, and I imagine you're spending a lot more time talking about your son. Yeah, this week's a little different. <laughs> Spent a lot of time talking about my son. He's been in the league for a while, but uh, but um, no, this, well, I was talking about the one at Rice, man. He's oh, been yeah. incredible. No, I'm kidding. He, well, he had the Senior Bowl last yeah. week. I've been talking about him as well. And Christian's been talking about him. It'd be pretty cool if those guys ended up playing together one day. But he's going through his journey. Last week, you know, I have four boys. Lisa and I have four boys. Last week was about Luke. And this week's about Christian. So uh, they're all coming out on Saturday to support him. And rarely do we get all of our kids together. I mean, four boys, it hardly ever happens. They all play football their whole life. And we're finally going to get them all together. So any holiday cards for the next four or five years <laughs> will probably come from this weekend. You know, when you talk about your sons playing football, was that something that they just wanted to do? Did you push them towards that? What, how, how did that yeah, all work that's out? That's a great question because uh, I think a lot of people think, hey, you played football. You obviously wanted your yeah. kids to play football. I know that's the case sometimes. I had teammates who didn't want their kids to play ever. They're like, no, I don't want them doing what I had to do. And, and we were indifferent. We're like, look. We want them to do what they want to do. I think kids chase their dreams and they chase their passions. And if they don't want to do something, we learned this when we sign them up for piano lessons. If they don't want to do something, they're not <laughs> going to do it. So, uh, so we, we waited for them to ask. And our oldest son, Max, who's now coaching with the Dolphins, um, asked when he was nine years old. And, uh, and he was the first one to ask. And they start at six in Colorado. So he, you know, it was three years after a lot of kids had already started playing. We're like, you know, we're not going to say no if he wants to do it. Give it a shot. Maybe he'll keep playing. Maybe he won't. Who knows? But, you know, I, I love football, so I was happy he wanted to play. And as soon as Christian saw that Max signed up, he wanted to sign up. He watched one practice, and he was just chomping at the bit on the sideline. He's like, can I play? Can I play? He wanted to run out and practice with Max's team, who was two years older than he was. So when Max started playing, Christian asked, and he started playing at seven, and then the other two started at six. And, you know, what are the odds all four boys end up playing football? Yeah. We, we thought for sure some of them would want to do different things. Our only rule was you're not going to sit around all day playing video games, although now they probably would be more financially successful if they did. <laughs> but, but we're like, uh, hey, you got to do something. We don't care what it is. You know, sign up for some kind, you know, sign up for the chess club or, you know, get a job or do, you know, some charitable work. But whatever you do, you're not going to come home and sit around. So whatever it is you want to do, Feel free to go do it. And they played football and basketball and baseball and ran track and played lacrosse. And uh, some of them did get jobs when there was downtime and d- did some other things. We just wanted them to stay active. Well, nice. I imagine uh, Kristen's got a pretty good job right now. And so successful at it as we visit with Ed McCaffrey here on the Blitz. What makes Kristen such a special running back? I mean, he is just so different than so many others that are playing in the league right now well i think it's a it's a combination of things i mean physically you got to have the size the speed the strength the quickness i think one thing that separates a lot of running backs is vision i think christian has really good vision and then you know the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield can separate him so he runs between the tackles 
Runs outside. He's really good in pass protection, and backs don't get a lot of credit for pass protection, but it's a pretty big part of the game if you play running back. And then, uh, you know, he's really a receiver uh, when he lines up in the slot. And so, you know, there's you can throw screen passes to running backs, and you can have check downs or, you know, flat routes. There's certain, you know, Texas route. There's certain routes that all running backs will run. Not many can line up at the slot and actually run like a double move or a route like a receiver. Very few running backs in this league can do that. And I think that's going to be the trend moving forward. You know, back in the day, you got your thumper first and second down. You bring in your third down back. But there's an advantage to leaving one back on the field the whole time, right, because you stay in your base personnel. They don't know if it's a run or a pass. They're leaving their linebacker in safety, and they're not bringing in nickel defense to cover a receiver. Then you can create mismatches. And this game is all about mismatches. So he's one of the handful of backs in this league that is even able to do that. And he's think he's proven that and I think that's pretty pretty valuable and it it ends up being like a force multiplier so when you have a good run game like San Francisco has but now also if you're going to throw a pass you have a an extra receiver in the backfield that we're not accounting for because we didn't switch to our nickel defense um, and you want to bracket him because you don't want to guard him one-on-one well you got your tight end and George Kittle you got your receiver and Debo and Brandon Ayuk you got a fullback you can slip out because they play a lot of 21 personnel now it's just kind of a real challenge for defenses. Ed, was there a point in time when Christian was growing up that you that you knew, oh, man, he's special? Well, you know, it sounds funny, but when he was seven, you know, we signed him up for his first team, and he was scoring, you know, five, six, seven touchdowns a game. And you're like, I don't know what he's going to grow up into because he's seven, right? <laughs> but he's really good for this age in, in Colorado. Um, and, you know, you think that if, if he progresses, because um, you still have to grow up, right? You, how, yeah. how tall are you going to be? How much are you going to weigh? How strong are you? You don't know at seven. So you kind of have to wait till they grow up. But he certainly was very gifted and showed that early. And then he just kind of kept progressing as he got older and older. And that skill level kind of stayed the same relative to the other players. But we're in Colorado. We're in Castle Rock, Colorado. You know, what's going on in Houston, right, or Dallas, or... Uh, in the state of Pennsylvania, you're out in L.A. Like, there's great uh, – Florida, right? There's great players everywhere, and you just never really know. But he certainly showed some promise early. Ed McCaffrey joining us here on the Blitz, courtesy of Low T Center, lowtcenter.com. You talk about at seven how good he was. And obviously at that point he's playing, and he's, he's Ed McCaffrey's kid, so expectations are he needs to be good. But I saw a video that he put out the other day where I guess he was going on some college recruiting visits, and you put weights in his socks <laughs> um, so that when it, it came time, if they, if they put me on a scale but made me take my shoes off, uh, at least I'd still be in my socks because he needed those extra 10, 15 pounds. Yeah, well, I, that's a trick I learned from the Denver Broncos linemen who used to slip a five-pound plate in the back of their tights because we had weight limits and we had the lighter linemen who tried to stay over 300 pounds. And so if they were having a light week, they'd try to slip a plate in there. But, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's not everything. And, by the way, they make you take your shoes off. You don't get away with that particular trick. The other trick I would have is say, look, you got to down like eight chocolate milks before, because they're going to weigh you right when you get there, first thing in the morning. Because they haven't seen you in person, and nobody believes any weights or heights that are online, right? Sure. We're not, we're, we'll believe when we measure you, that's what we'll believe. And so, you know, he was on the lighter side. I'm like, I, I know you're going to grow. All our kids were a year to a year and a half young for their grade. And I'm like, look, these some people just want to see a weight. And some people that don't know football well enough are going to judge you by your weight, even though today they don't do that as much. 
So just you know, be as heavy as you can in the morning, and then go to the bathroom, and you'll be, you'll be good to go. So add 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 a, add a couple of pounds. But that stuff used to matter. Like why? If it didn't matter, why would you know? You go to the combine, right? They measure your height. They measure your weight. They measure your wings. They measure every part of your body practically, right? And they're like, we want to know what we're investing. You're like a piece of cattle. So we want to know what we're investing in. And so it's the same when you're visiting out of high school, going to colleges. It's like, hey, who are we giving the scholarship to? We'll probably bring in one or two guys. That's it at your position. We want to bring in the right guy. So you want to you you know, look good. You know, Ed, when, when you look at it, and obviously three Super Bowls for you, it, it, do you – Christian ask you questions like, you know, I think when guys get to the Super Bowl, they think that that's going to happen all the time. And, and you know, a lot of guys go to the Super Bowl once and then never get back there. Um, you, you tell them how hard it is, and obviously he probably knows, but, I mean, it's a very difficult thing to get to. Uh, it's extremely difficult, and I think Christian understands that. Um, and he certainly learned it because he didn't get there for his first, first yeah. few years in the NFL, right? But he also has been part of a championship team everywhere he's gone for his whole life so he's kind of expects to be in championship games and i think that's important i think most great athletes expect to to be the best expect to win the battle in front of them and expect to play in championship games so like every year he ever played in little league he was in a championship every year in high school they won a championship they won the pac-12 championship and he got to the nfl and he's you know, football's a team sport. You can't will your way to a championship as an individual. You've got to be on the right team, right? And that's why for so many of these players, what team signs you out of college matters. I, mean, I tell players all the time, it's more important what team you go to than where you go in the draft. Um, but he, I think, you know, if he was honest, he'd say, I've always expected to play in a Super Bowl. Interesting. Yeah. Is he going to win Super Bowl MVP on Sunday? Look, we just hope the team wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Dad. <laughs> no, and that's the thing about this game. It's such a great game, right? And But the other thing about offense, if a team wants to limit you or try to take you away, they can dedicate a lot of resources towards doing that. And now it's time for somebody else to step up. So if they try to take away George and B.A. and Debo, and, and then you know Christian's going to have to step up and make plays. If they try to take away Christian, those guys have to step up and make plays. And obviously, Brock is—he's uh, in control of everything. So, you know, off, and then your defense, right? I mean, your defense has—you can score a bunch of points and lose the ball game, right? So, uh, it's the greatest team. It really is. It's the greatest team sport in the world. I'm going to be just dialed in every single play, offense, defense, special teams. It all matters. It all, and that's why it's so hard to do. To your point, right? It's like you—you can, you can be a great player, and Dan Marino's the guy we usually mm-hmm. refer to, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the game was way ahead of his time as a passer. Now, I can imagine what he would do in today's game, yeah. right, with how much we passed the ball. And uh, But, you know, he got there early and never got there again. So it takes a team to win. The best team will win. Patrick Mahomes gets a lot of credit, and he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But he can't will himself by himself to win either. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take one of these teams to play the best ball. And that's every individual winning the individual battles. The team with the most individuals that win the most individual battles wins the game. How nervous are you going to be on Sunday? Yeah, I'd like to say not nervous, but, it's, you know, dude, it's impo- and there's a good energy too, right? There's a good nervousness. It's like when you're a player and you feel some butterflies before the game. That's a good thing. Your body's saying we're getting ready to compete, you know, and then you get hit once or twice and the butterflies go away and you get refocused, but it's kind of a good thing. And I'll, I'll feel the same way. The only difference is the only person hitting me is Lisa. I usually, <laughs> I usually get about 25 or 30 elbows in the game if I sit next to her. Um, so I'll probably be icing down after the game as well. But I've learned to appreciate it, right? It's like life goes by too fast. You can't just be a ball of nervous energy all the time. That you're, nothing I do, doesn't matter what I eat in my seats or what seat I sit in 
or how loud I cheer. Nothing I do is going <laughs> to determine the outcome of this game. <laughs> so I've just kind of come to peace with that. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You know, I'm going to be there no matter what. I Good love that stuff. attitude. That's Absolutely. great. Yes. Ed McCaffrey, three-time Super Bowl champion, joining us here on the Blitz. And what's very cool is, you know, your son has a chance to uh, uh, win a Super Bowl playing for a coach that's the son of the coach that you won a Super Bowl with, which is very cool. And you talk about the uh, ball of energy that you're going to have. Uh, leads right into your, your, you're here with Low T Center. And if you're lacking energy, Low T Center can certainly help you in that area. Yeah, you know, I have a lot of friends. I'm in my 50s now, and not all my teammates are with me. And so early detection of anything is important, whether it's something serious enough that could cause death, which has unfortunately happened to a few of my friends, or it's something that controls your energy levels. And so, you know, some of my friends, I'm in my 50s now, some of my friends try to be their own doctor and self-monitor. Look, you got to get medically monitored. Don't try to do this yourself. And I'm a really big believer in testing. Right, And so my wife, Lisa, and I have gotten tested the last couple of years. And um, I think it's really important because you know, we're here as long as we're here. While you're here, you want to be healthy and you want to enjoy life. And there's too many people that are getting depressed, that are angry, that are irritable. It's affecting their moods and their attitudes and their friendships. It costs people friendships and relationships. And there's just no need to do it. Get tested. If you're fine, great. If not, there's something you can do about it. Could, could you tell a difference? In, in your life once you started uh, with the Low T Center? Yeah, well, I just got, I got tested the last couple of years, and luckily I tested pretty good in most areas. But, you know, I think the important part is getting tested. So if something's wrong, you can get uh, treated. And this isn't just for men either. This is for women as well. I don't know if new women can be low in testosterone. And, you know, younger people out there listening don't know about menopause. You ought to find out about it <laughs> if you're married, right? And it's like, but these things are controllable. And back, you know, when my... I was living at home, and my parents were my age. They didn't have, they didn't know anything about this type of treatment. But um, the important thing is to test often. Early detection is critical, and then just think of it this way: I, I want to be my best version of myself, not just for myself, for my sp- spouse, my husband or wife, my girlfriend or boyfriend, my my kids, my family, my friends. There's no reason to be depressed, to be irritable, um, if it can be controlled. Good stuff. LowTCenter.com to schedule that test. Three-time Super Bowl champion Ed McCaffrey. Appreciate you stopping by. Have fun on Sunday, man. Thank you. Yeah, this was fun, Ed. Thank you.